This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air. Well, does your school have a science question that they'd like answered? Maybe your community group needs to help crack a problem to chase a new opportunity. The Otago Participatory Science Platform can fund up to $20,000 to help you out with that. Uh, talking more about that now with Craig Grant, who joins us on the line. Now, Morena, Craig, good to have you with us. Oh, Marina, Jeff, thanks for having me on. Sounds almost too good to be true, up to $20,000 for um, these science projects. Give us, a, give us a bit of an overview of what the Otago Participatory Science Platform is all about. Um, yeah, sure, no, it, it, it is, I mean, it, but it's certainly, it's certainly true. Look, we've, um, we've been running for about six or seven years now, and we fund um, community-driven science projects. So if there's a school or um, a community group that's got a... Like a particular question or like a, or an opportunity that it's trying to chase down, and it needs some help with the with the some research behind it, or some science, or some technology. Then yeah, um, we've got the provision to marry them up with the right expertise and to support them. Absolutely amazing opportunity, and of course, it, as you mentioned, has uh, been an opportunity that's been available for a number of years now. Perhaps you could give us a bit of an idea of the kinds of projects that. Uh, that have been funded through this opportunity. Gosh, yeah, we. Well, I think we've just um, recently invested over a million dollars over the last um, years in the fund, and that's over fifty projects, and they vary from um, you, you name it, and we've, <laughs> we've supported it. So we've had everything from um, looking at concussion studies uh, in rugby um, through to restoration projects um, all around Otago, so looking at water quality in Wanaka, looking at um, where does the kaka go to, to nest around the Orokanui Sanctuary and beyond. Um, we've had projects looking at testing vision for, for kids in schools and seeing if um, kids can test their, their um, other students' vision as well. Um, so it, it's, it's really it's covered pretty much all the disciplines I can think of, um, and all the applications as well. So we've had projects looking at um, the dark skies to see if townships could, can maybe reach accreditation for dark sky status um, to kind of underpin astrotourism. Um, so it's, it's honestly, it's as, um, it's as broad um, as people's imagination. Um, so we, we don't have any um, limits on what we um, support and so as long as it's as long as it's community driven and it's got a research question, um, and we've had some fantastic um, outcomes as well. We had a, a project on looking at um, electric vehicles, and as a result of that, some of the insights that they um, gained ended up with one of the vehicle um, makers, international vehicle maker, um, giving a software fix to all the vehicles that um, they had. So yeah, it's, it's really. Um, it very much punches above its weight in terms of some of the achievements it's had. Yeah, well, therein lies the power of of um, this kind of project, citizen science, right? And it's an expression that we hear more frequently these days, being able to tap into a much wider resource to be able to do research and actual practical on-the-ground work on some quite important topics. Um, absolutely, um, you know, it's becoming a bit more kind of current that um, citizen science. But you know, it, it's really, I mean, it's, for me, it's two things. One, it's a, it's a passion of the people involved. So, if the community is passionate about a project, they're really going to go the extra mile to try to 
to, to nail it, to you know, to find out what they need to find, and and to put those results into action. I think that's probably the key thing, and because they're embracing the work. If the research comes out and they do find what the um, what the what the problem is or what the solution is, then they've got that real appetite to then do something about it. So that kind of implementation is is um, critical. But also, you know, we've got a whole bunch of you know um, curious kids, curious communities out there, and it's like it, it gives you that this army of researchers who are un, this untapped resource. So, um, and what's been really interesting is just the the benefits that some of the like professional researchers, those from the universities and the crown research institutes, who get involved, um, they love it as well. I mean, they they end up with research publications that they wouldn't have ever got just trying to do it off their own bat as well. So it's a yeah, it's a really nice win-win um, where we you know we, we've got the the projects driven from that kind of grassroots up, but we can bring in you know those those kind of world-class experts to to help them. Um, Craig, we're talking about uh, the contribution of, for example, school groups uh, to to uh, this opportunity, and you can see it can definitely be a reciprocal benefit. Uh, schools, for example, might not have access to the kind of financial and other resources they need to get their hands dirty and into a proper project that the kids can really get excited about. So there's definitely, as you mentioned, win-wins. Um, yeah, no, absolutely. So you know, we can we can help the, the kids with the kit that they may, may need. Um, one of the key things that we can help is um, provide that kind of the teacher buyout, so that, you know that support for other teachers to come in, so that they can um, the, the the teachers can go out into the field, take the kids out, um, get the buses to take them to the to the places where they might be working. So yeah, it's really trying to like reduce the barriers for schools to be able to kind of embrace some of those science projects that they've been looking forward to. Right, so we, we know about schools. Um, perhaps you could tell us a little bit more, Craig, about what the criteria is for making an application to this fund. Yep. Look, it, it's pretty simple. We look for three key things. One is um, it's, it's community-driven, so the, the community cares about it. The, they, you know, the other ones who put their hand up and say, hey, look, this is a, a real problem that we want to achieve. Or sometimes we get the, you know, if there's some researchers who have been working with the community, they've, they've, they've taken an idea and they've taken it to the community and the, and the community's kind of rallied behind it. So that's that kind of that first thing that is it, is it got that grassroots support there. Um, the, the second one is, and it's more of a kind of an eligibility thing, is which, you know, is there a research question sitting behind it? So this is all about tr- um, the, um, citizens um, getting their hands dirty, like doing a research project. So like we don't do market research, but we we can cover any other sort of um, filling knowledge gaps, as we call it. Um, and the other thing that we um, look for is um, sharing sharing the insights that are generated. So um, be that with between schools or within the schools or with the community or with the researchers um, doing talks in the community, um, getting the getting the, the insights that they've got out into the um, society and ideally implemented as well. So if they come out with um, a particular finding that they need to plant some certain plants here to get the the bees back, then that they um, you know that they kind of put that into practice as well. So yeah, it's really you know grassroots driven. Um, there's a there's a research question sitting behind it, and that they're willing to to share what they find with the um, the wider community. All right. So what's the application process? 
Uh, Again, we try to make it as straightforward as possible. Um, This year's round, it finishes on the um, the closing date, the 9th of March, so there's still plenty of time. Um, There's a, you can download the application form from our website. Our website is Otago Science Interaction. Um, And if you Google that, or that you just Google Otago PSP, Participatory Science Platform, and you'll find that. Um, And you can download the application form, and it's pretty simple. It's like four or five pages. It takes, it guides people through um, kind of a template. And the other thing we encourage if, um, if, uh, if anybody's got an interest, just give us a bell. Um, we will help kind of walk you through the application process. We'll sit down and discuss your idea and help you kind of navigate um, through it. So we know doing applications is new for some folks. Um, so we're there to kind of support that process as well. All so right. we try to make it pretty straightforward. And uh, that telephone number, they'll find that where? Um, they can be on the website, but um, if they can they can call me if they can give my number. My, um, I'm 021-279-8465. Um, and I can um, guide them to, to the, part, the right part of the website. I'll just have a chat. Um, whatever their ambitions are. Absolutely amazing, Craig. What's the deadline? Uh, 9th of March is a um, deadline, so yeah, a few couple of weeks away, so there's, again, there's plenty of time um, to pull something together, and yeah, by all means, just reach out, and more than happy to have a, have a chat with anyone um, about their ideas. Craig Grant joining us to talk about the Targo Participatory Science Platform, up to $20,000 available to help fund your science project uh, on the criteria that uh, Craig's talked about this morning. Craig, thanks so much for taking some time to join us this morning. All the very best. Can't wait to see what comes out of this. Perhaps we'll have a chat later on when uh, when you've got some of these projects underway. I appreciate that, Jack. Uh, thanks very much. Take care. This podcast was produced by ORFM Dunedin with support from New Zealand On the Air.